Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. The Lord bless you, Josie. Yaira Kosi, God bless you, my daughter. May the Lord increase you and favor you. And I pray that whatever the Lord has said concerning your life will come to pass. May the Lord release your marital glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Maureen, my dear sister Maureen, the Lord bless you and grant you great favor in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I ask that whatever the hand of the Lord has worked, may it manifest in Jesus' precious mighty name. Priscilla Dudu, may the Lord show you great mercy and open that great door for you. May the door of traveling open for your husband in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Erica, may the Lord favor you. Next year will be a great year for you. The Lord will establish you in a glorious marriage next year and many other doors will be opened. And the law says that whatever the Canadian immigration is supposed to release into your hands, it will be released in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. Sapoma, the Lord bless you and favor you. I ask that any fear that is in your heart concerning marriage is broken in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord show you mercy and cover you with his blood. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you all. I want to welcome all of you to this afternoon session of the Lunch Prayer Fire Experience. I want us to enter into a moment of prayer. Hallelujah. And pray into the year 2024. Yesterday, we did give God praise for what he has done for us. In the year 2023, how he delivered us from the plots of the enemy. 
how he saved us and our children and our families, how he, he opened doors for us, how he even set us free from the consequences of our own mistakes. And we are still giving God praise for that. Hallelujah. But today I want us to enter into prayer and commit our lives into the hands of the Lord, even as we journey into the year 2024. Hallelujah. One of the things that I would like all of us to understand is that the power of God is so strong and you cannot even compare it to the power of the enemy. Are you listening to me? You should not in your life compare the power of God to that of the enemy. And the problem that many of us have is that we mostly occupy our minds with what the devil is doing in my work things are not going well and in my marriage things are not working and then financially things are so tough and we, i don't know what is happening to my life in my health this 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 and that and you see the more we keep doing these things we saturate our minds with negativity and sometimes we even conclude that Satan is attacking me every point in time. You need to really renew your mind on certain things. Are you listening to me? You need to renew your mind on, on certain things that will help you. You see, no matter the matter, Satan will not stop attacking people. He will always do it. But there is a certain level you get to in your work with God. Certain attacks cannot come close to you. And it does not mean Satan is not working. Are you following? We need to understand some of these things. Not all the troubles that come against us are from Satan. Some of them are as a result of our own decisions and our own mistakes. Just that Satan would always take advantage of our mistakes to attack us. So the very moment we make some mistakes and the consequences are coming, he will make sure that he will use that consequence as a means to destroy your faith in Christ. Are you listening to me? This is one of the reasons why you should always check yourself first before you look for Satan. Very important. But they have not taught us that way. So we, we blame Satan for everything. Meanwhile, there are some of the issues you are going through. Until you repent from certain things, you continue to go through them sir, and you keep blaming Satan. Are you listening to me? There are some people, it looks like anytime they sleep, or almost every four days, they will get a wet dream. They will sleep and they will see themselves having sexual intimacy with somebody in the dream. They will wake up and they have spoiled themselves. And all the time, they hit it straightforward. This is Satan against my life. And sometimes you will look into the matter that person has been imagining a lot of 
profane things. In the course of the day, the person will sit down and keep imagining negative things. You see, unless a certain lady does not talk to you with a sweet voice, in a, a certain tone, the lust in you will rise. And you think the lady likes you and she wants to sleep with you and you keep imagining nonsense things. You will go to bed that night and that which you have already pictured in the day will come to you in the form of a dream and you say it is the devil. And that is why we have been praying against the devil for those kind of dreams several times and we keep getting them. Because it is not the devil. Are you listening to me? That is why we need to balance every the message of, 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 of God. We need to balance our lives. Here we know Satan is at work. We know. He, he destroys the lives of people. He attacks people. He torments lives. Yes, that is why the power of God is at work here, destroying the works of the enemy as well. We know it. But there are many problems. We are the ones who cause them. And the most important thing, you see, whenever... We are experiencing a problem that we are the causative agent. The only thing that will help us come out of those problems is repentance. Are you listening to me? Repentance. If you don't repent and move yourself away from it, it might be very, you, I'm telling you, you might be experiencing the thing continuously. And many of us will come to a point and say, God, why? Why am I struggling like that? Let me show you one thing. Before any man can repent, the first thing is that you need to examine yourself. And when you are examining yourself, you need to come to a point of understanding that you are not always right. You can make mistakes. You know, many of us, we think we are so pure that God is impure. So anytime trouble comes, we don't question ourselves. We quickly question God because he's the one who can bring troubles to us, but not ourselves. And I've been teaching us that we need to be very careful. If you are like that, be very careful. Are you listening to me? We are not always right. So whenever, you see, that is why I would love everybody to examine him or herself, examine your life very well before we enter into 2024. Don't carry the same bitterness into 2024. Now, some of you listening to me, you have certain, you know, plans in your mind. You already, you have already pictured some people to be evil. And you have not even sat down to examine yourself whether that picture you have in your mind is actually true. Or you are the one having your own emotional issues using it to create that kind of picture. If you don't change, you will suffer for it all. And it will not be Satan. Neither will it be God. Are you listening to me? So I told you that the human mind is very powerful. And God made the mind in such a way that when your mind is in good shape, it has already conquered about 95% of demons when your mind is in good shape. So Satan's plan is that he will always trouble your mind so that it will not be in good shape. Because he knows that once your mind is not in good shape, 
It can employ some demons to trouble you. But the very moment your mind is renewed and it is in good shape, many demons cannot attack your life. So what I'm trying to say is that most of the demonic attacks and the witchcraft manipulations we see in our lives, we are the ones who allowed these demons and witches to attack. And we do these things with our mindset. Are you listening to me? And that is why, you see, I said this. God, he loves everybody. God doesn't love you more than me. He doesn't love you more than Shatawale. It doesn't matter whether you are his prophet or you are his apostle. He doesn't love you more than he loves Shatawale. You, you need to understand that. The love of God is unconditional. Even if somebody shoots someone and kills the person, God loves both the killer and the one that is killed the same way. Are you listening to me? And the plans that God will have for our lives is connected to the love he has for us. What it means is that God has good and great plans for everybody. Are you listening to me? He has great plans for everybody. So now the question is, why is it that all these great plans don't manifest? Because our problem is this. We leave everything for God's love to do it. Whilst we have chosen to live our own lives. And that's where the problem is. I told you, as I just said, the plans of God concerning your life are connected to his love for you. So if God's love does not change, then his plans concerning your life will not change. But what we need to understand here is that the plans of God concerning your life are supposed to be made manifest in your life on this earth. And once the plans are supposed to be made manifest on this earth, there are many things that are earthly that will try to frustrate God's heavenly plan for your life. And one of the first things that can disturb God's heavenly plan for your life is your own humanity, your own flesh and blood. Are you listening to me? Because Satan's greatest power, his greatest tool in every man's life is the man's humanity. It is your own desires, your own selfish desires that empowers Satan and his cohorts to trouble your life. That is the reason why, child of God, if you have any powerful prayer to pray, tell God to change your heart. Tell God to help you with your, your desires. Tell God to help you. Are you listening to me? If you have any powerful prayer, don't pray for anointing. Don't pray for grace to do ministry. I know that is your calling. It is important. But if you are not careful, even your selfish and your fleshly desires can dwarf your ministry. 
there is something we are trying to neglect whilst that one holds the foundation of our calling and our destiny. Are you listening to me? May the Lord help us. You see, when I begin to think about the glorious things that God wants to do in the year 2024, I get excited. But in the moment of the excitement, there is always a voice that I will hear. Tell my people to examine themselves. Let them come before me with a contrite spirit. Let them come before me with humility and I will help them. Are you listening to me? Some of us, we keep blaming people for our troubles too much. Even if they are the cause. Can't you do anything for your own life by the help of God? So somebody broke your heart, so destiny should stop. Destiny shouldn't continue again. Are you the only one whose heart has been broken? Huh? And anytime we see you crying, anytime we see you at, a, at one place for over 15 years and you are not moving forward, we, we ask you and you are referring to the person that did something against you five years ago. You will go you appear before the Lord Jesus and you know you have fooled yourself and your destiny. We all know the enemy hit your life. Yes, we all know it. And we are all praying to God for mercy. When people are giving their testimonies, don't you hear? Some people were raped over, over 70 times by their own uncles. Every night, every night, uncle will rape this lady. Every night, uncle, every night. And these people were broken. Satan attacked them with emotional trauma. They nearly committed suicide. But one day they made themselves available. And they received the help of the Lord. And things began to change. Now these people are standing at the top. Telling you what they went through. To let you know what you are going through. I know it is difficult. I know. But it is not an excuse to prevent destiny from being fulfilled. I know some of you, the man of God, you don't know. We know by the special grace of God. Are you listening to me? What we are trying to let you know is that upon all the emotional trauma, the psychological, you know, issues, don't let destiny end. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Just stretch your hand and receive the help of God. Are you listening to me? This is one of the reasons why sometimes people will share their stories. Because there are many people who are going through a lot and we think that's the end of life. I think 
and many people will just come to the point of saying certain things like, I think God doesn't care about me because if God cares, the way I'm struggling, at least you should have done something. And the main issue is that you are always looking for somebody to come and lift you. Once you have not found the way to go to God, Hallelujah. 2024 is a blessed year. But please, don't carry bitterness into 2024. Nothing will change. And when nothing changes, don't blame God. Blame yourself. Are you listening to me? I know somebody has done something evil to you. eh? And as a human being, you are bleeding. You know it. Don't stay there. If you stay there, you will never become a better person. Tell God to help you. Are you listening to me? Somebody lied against you and you lost your job. And because of what the person did, there is a certain dungeon in your heart you have placed the person in there. Now this person, I will never forgive this person. You are not harming the person, you are harming yourself. Because forgiveness has its own doors that it opens for us in destiny. If you continue to harbor unforgiveness, those doors will be locked continually. Let me me give you a certain secret. You see, the way God made man, eh, you need to understand the wiring of man. Once God opens your eyes to understand how he wired the destiny of man, you will know that many things are connected to other things in our lives. And you don't need God to come from heaven and intervene to change certain things. Mm-mm. That is the reason why examining yourself is the greatest thing you can ever receive. Because sometimes, when it looks like certain doors are not opening, in your print, oh God, open these doors, oh God, open these doors. Sometimes the only thing God will let you know is that because once you are praying, you just the picture of somebody who did something evil to you that you are forcing to forgive but it's not working. The picture of that person will drop in your mind. Do you know what God is trying to tell you? If you still keep this person in that place of unforgiveness in your heart, this door will not open. The opening of this door is connected to the forgiveness that you release to this person. Are you listening to me? No wonder the Bible even, Jesus made mention of it. He said, when you are presenting a gift to the house of the Lord and you remember that you have issues with some people, go and settle the matter before you come. Are you listening to me? You see, when you are building a house and you get to the point where you need an electrician to wire the whole building for you, when he is done and the lights are off, what do you do? There is a switch, is that not so? 
You need to put on the switch, the light will be on. You don't need to call the electrician to come. And that's what many of us are doing. In every single thing, we want God to come from heaven and cause a change, then he will go back. You don't understand the wiring of destiny. You don't know. All you need is to understand how you have been wired. And when the Lord begins to teach you some of these things, you will know that there are times fasting has doors that it will open. Forgiveness has the doors that it will open. If you harbor bitterness, some doors will be locked. I mean the connecting wires in that way. Some doors are connected to the purity of your heart. Once your heart starts moving out of the path of purity, the doors will not open. It doesn't matter how you cry on God. It doesn't matter how you fast and pray. If you don't switch on, if you don't put on the switch, the light will not shine. I don't even get to my point. What it means is that instead of repentance, some of us are fasting and praying. There are certain doors, eh? Fasting will never open them to you unless you repent from particular behavior. And it does not mean God hates you. It means that is how you were wired. You don't put on the light switch and you expect the fan to blow. It will not work. So every department of your life has a way that God wired it to operate. Are you listening to me? There are some of you listening to me right now. If you continue to be stingy, it doesn't matter how they pour oil of wealth on you. Wealth will not come because your the, the department of your wealth is wired to your giving. And if you don't give, you see, you that one you can't say, but God knows that I don't have. In fact, the little you have is what you are supposed to give. That is how it works. Are you listening to me? May the Lord help all of us. I want you to understand this. There is a wiring in you. Even physically, all the veins that you see, the veins, the arteries, the capillaries, all these things are the wires that are connected to certain departments of your life. Are you listening to me? In your soul also, there is a wiring that connects your soul to certain departments of your life. And you need to understand this. Some of your problem is you are too judgmental. Anytime somebody does something wrong, you are too quick to judge. And you see, 
There are certain doors in life. They are connected to you showing mercy to somebody who has done something terribly wrong. If you don't show mercy to the person, that door will not open. Meanwhile, you have become judgmental. The person you are supposed to show mercy to, you are judging the person. So that door will continually be locked. And it is not God that is not being a good God. You are the one who don't understand how God has wired you. Are you listening to me? There are some of you listening to me. If you continue to lie to young girls, some doors in your life will not open. Some of you, certain doors in your life are connected to your honesty and your transparency, your sincerity. If you don't let it be as it is and you try to hide and cover certain things, some doors will never open. You will pray and fast and do whatever you want to do. Nothing will work in those specific doors. See, I learned these things in a different hard way. <laughs> you need to understand the matters of destiny, people of God. In fact, can I say this? Aside fasting and prayer, eh? that some of us as young men of God, if you don't speak the truth and we continue to lie, some anointings will never be released on us. You can pray and fast as long as you can. You need to handle certain things with sincerity and honesty, else some doors will not open. Are you listening to me? So you're a young man here. You have four ladies you are talking to. And you have told each and every one of them that you will marry them. If you know what you are doing to yourself, you will stop. I'm telling you, you will stop. All you need is just the knowledge, the light, and the understanding. Once you receive that light... You, 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 you repent. I'm telling you. You think you are a guy. Charlie, you have four ladies that you are, you are moving. Charlie, you think you are a guy. The light of destiny has not dawned on you. Are you following There are some of you listening to me too. Your problem is this. You, you expect a lot of gratitude in your direction. Too much. I know many of you will not understand what I'm about to say. Somebody has, you have done something for somebody. And the person came to show gratitude. Oh, I thank you for what you have done. You expected that the person will continue to do that every day. And because the person didn't do that, you are not happy. You need to be very careful. It doesn't look like something bad to us. But you see, it has locked many doors of some people. Are 
Are you listening to me? May God heal us. May God heal all of us. Hallelujah. That some of you too, your problem is this. When you do something for people, you expect a particular lifting. And once you, you, you think you have not been lifted to that place, bitterness will begin. And this one too has a way of locking certain doors. Are you listening to me? I know the way the place has become quiet looks like the, the word of God is working on the souls of many. I'm telling you. When you do something for people, even if they don't thank you, it's normal. Fashion with trim, sir. Are you getting my point? Even if they don't say anything at all, it is normal. And don't let that thing stop you from giving again. We need to mature. Yeah, at this stage of our lives, we need to mature. This sense of entitlement is becoming too much. Amen. There are many things we need to wash ourselves out of by the help of God. At least 2024 is a new year. Enter into that new year with freshness of mind and with the pureness of heart. Don't carry issues in your heart and in your mind into the year. Are you listening to me? Great. There are doors in our lives that have been locked. And when we look into the matter, it is not God. Neither is it Satan. We locked those doors through our own behavior. And I just told you, Whenever a certain door of destiny is locked through your behavior, what you need is repentance, not prayer. And before any man can repent, he must first examine himself. And when you examine yourself, be fair to yourself. Are you listening to me? Because many of us try to examine ourselves 
and we are not fair. We are not fair to our own selves. They will never admit that they made a mistake. Never. That this thing I did is not right. And if you are like that, you cannot repent. Are you listening to me? If you are like that, you cannot. And if you can't repent too, that door will continually be locked. And you keep blaming God for it and it will not do anything. You go back to heaven and meet Jesus and you go and answer why you were blaming God for that. There are some of you, you had some friends, you were talking to, you were very close. Some way, somehow, certain doors began to open for some of these, your friends. And per where they have been lifted to, they are always kept busy. They don't even get time to talk to family and friends. And it is not an intentional thing. But this thing has become a problem for some of us. When I call him, I don't even get him. And you are troubling yourself with this foolish mindset. You will be locking certain doors. What you are trying to do right now, you will block that help from coming. Are you listening to me? And if you, you see, Satan has a way of making certain thoughts that drop in our mind to be as if it is God that is letting us know what the other people are doing. That is why I said, sit down, examine. You will know the chaff eh, that you have brought in your mind and in your heart. I'm telling you that some of you right now, as you are listening to me, you think somebody hit you and you need panity, baby, no. Fine. And anything the person does, you will always find fault with it and interpret it in a way as hatred towards you. And you have been keeping this for two years, three years. And you think this person hates you. Whilst it is not so, you are destroying yourself. You are blocking certain doors from opening. Admit that you have made a mistake on that side. God doesn't take people away when they come to him and say, Lord, we have made some heavy mistakes. Have mercy on us. I was judging wrongly. Have mercy. Are you listening to me? Some of us are too right and pure in our own sight than anything. We need to be very careful. Hallelujah. You're in a relationship with a certain guy. He cheated on you. And he said plenty things to the other lady. When you heard it later, it really pained your heart. Let me help you. If you go through a certain pain of betrayal, if you go through a certain pain of broken heart or anything, and you go through that pain for over two weeks, you have a problem. 
I know some of you will not understand what I'm saying. I know. I know many of you, man of God, you don't you don't understand no. <laughs> if you if you are the one feeling my pain, eh, if continue to feel. Why? Oh dear, in the American, continue to feel. Feeling bamunti. Continue to feel. Some of you can even gravitate crowd to a point when you hear somebody's name and it sounds like the name of the one that betrayed you. No, both at once. What is wrong with you? To grow, huh? You see, when you go and meet a consular at the um, U.S. Embassy, that consular no just say, "Hey, Frederick, be the ashen nipa man alive when you na ya basa." Now so do passport to be more Frederick. Como swatayas? I tell you, you see, Uncle Ford. I reject you, baby. Oh, sorry, we can't give you the visa. Baby, being in issues, some personal issues the inside. We said, Drew, crowd says, There is a Fred. When you break him, I come and I will near Saji and your jay. I rejected. And only God knows the number of you who have bled on certain people. Hmm? Who are innocent to? Innocent people. But because of what you are carrying inside you, that bitterness, you are still bleeding on people. Let me tell you something. You see? Life on this earth has its own challenges that it will bring to men. Are you listening to me? So long as you are a human being, there are troubles and challenges that will come against you, whether you like it or yes. But all these challenges, God has a way of solving them. And the way that God has in solving all these challenges will not be God himself coming down to cause a change. No. Some of the ways he will use you to change those things. And I've always realized one particular thing. That you see, prayer has what it does power in the secret that we don't see. Sometimes when you are praying for something to change, eh? The thing will persist. It will never change. And you will continue to pray. After two months of praying the same prayer, that the thing still has not changed, you will realize that the way you used to feel towards that thing will start changing. Are you listening to me? And do you know what would have happened? At that moment, you are the one who has changed, not the thing. And that is one of the main things that prayer does. Are, are you listening to me? About 90% of our prayers work on us and not on the things we are actually praying for. And if you catch this revelation, eh, 
your prayers will change. You will always pray that God should work on you rather than praying for some other things. Because you see, when you are changed, a lot of things around you will also suit your change. Are you listening to me? One of them, you see, let me tell you, the main purpose of prayer is to change us for us to become like God. That's the main purpose. That's the main purpose. There is a changing power, a changing effect in prayer. Are you listening to me? God bless you, David. God bless you. And learn this, people of God. Our change is much more better than the changing of things. And do you know something? Listen to what the Bible says. When man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we fell. There was a change in our chemistry. We have now become flesh and blood. At first, we were not. We were light beings. But now we have become flesh and blood. And the very moment we became flesh and blood, everything around us changed to suit flesh and blood. The food we eat changed. Now we have to go and dig the ground and bring out some cassava. It was not so from the beginning. So everything we eat has now been changed to suit our fallen nature. This is the reason why the Bible says that the creation, all the creatures that we see that have now changed to suit our fallen state, is also waiting that we will change. God is about to change us again. And it will be in our changing that all things will also change. So in fact, the changing of all things are as a result of your change. So there are many things, if you want them to change, change first. Are you, are you listening to me? Change first. I'm trying to teach you one of the ways of humility. First, admit you are not always right. And don't stay there. You know, we are all not perfect. Then you are staying there. You will never grow. Admitting the fact that you are weak does not mean stay in weakness. Because the first way to becoming strong is by acknowledging your weakness. And once you acknowledge your weakness, it is in that that you receive the strength of God. That is why Paul said, his strength is made perfect in our weakness because we have first acknowledged our weakness and we don't stay there. Are you listening to me? Once you admit your weakness, the Lord's hand of help will come into your life. 
So let's say for the past three months, to you, you have not done anything wrong. <laughs> Maybe for the past three months, you have not fornicated. For the past three months, you have not watched pornographic things. There is a way Satan can let you feel like you are the one who did it. You see, there is a way even your own self can let you feel like Charlie, I've done well with Shay. Before the past, they have not been able to I've not done this. I'm strong, Charlie. The day that thing dawns on you, there is a calamity ahead. Are you listening to me? And, and you see, Satan will hit you once using your own fleshly desires. Haven't you seen that some people can stop masturbation for like two years? Then one day, they will just be flipping through their, their phones and a, sec, a certain naked picture on Instagram will pop on their eyes. Sometimes they can quickly off the phone or go off Instagram. And, but still, the picture will be popping up in their minds, in their minds. And that day will not pass. They will go back to masturbation again. After two years of not engaging in that. So what happened? There is a certain place in our mind at that moment that we think we are the ones who are helping ourselves. Are you getting my point? Any moment you begin to feel that you have, you have done well to keep yourself up to this point, <laughs> you, you fall into the thing again. That is whenever it dawns on you that, hey, for like two months now, I've not been able to do this, or I've not done this, immediately go on your knees. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for grace. Thank you, Father, for mercy. Continue to keep me by your grace. Oh, Lord, help me. Continue to keep me. For I am weak, but your strength is made perfect in my weakness. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your strength. And the more you keep doing this, you will know there is an invisible hand. It is called grace that will take you out of sin and will never permit sin to have dominion over your flesh. Hallelujah. It is one of the easiest ways to receive the help of God to come out of any addiction. Are you following? So you are in a certain workplace, the secretary there is trying to, you know, so a certain lady is trying to push herself towards you and you know something in you is also trying to connect to the lady in a negative way. Don't sit down. Don't sit down and be saying certain things like that. Until you need number eight. Hallelujah. See, for example, you're a young guy and your father 
had children outside his marriage. So you have over three stepbrothers and sisters, and you're a young man. You need to you need to go to God for grace. Are you listening to me? Because if you are not careful, that which your father did will manifest. And let me show you one of the simplest ways to receive grace from God in that context. The first thing you need to do is never to be against your father for what he did. Are you listening to me? If you want to come out, you see, maybe your father has children outside marriage, sleeping with other ladies, and you have seen some of them. Whatever you are seeing is a foundation that if you are not careful, you will build upon that foundation. You might do exactly what your father is doing and even greater works. <laughs> you need to receive the grace of God. And the first way to receive God's grace is that don't hate your father. Don't, don't judge your father for what he has done. Ten <laughs> I know one guy whose father had children outside marriage. And the guy saw the way his father was treating his mom. You know me? I will never be like this man. This man, you call yourself my father. Look at what you are doing to my mother. You are sleeping with other ladies. You are doing this, 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 this. What, what? The guy got angry, said all sorts of things. And later, he got married. <laughs> when the guy got married, four months in the marriage, he was transferred to a certain workplace, a different place. And a certain woman there began to give the guy tough time. Ah, Afi Anajo, twelve thirty-seven, Akwaina. No, this is the chatting, and he doesn't know that he's now laying some blocks on the foundation that his father laid. Unim. By the time he realized, the lady called him around that same dawn time, after two years, and said. I'm pregnant. Immediately, it dawned on him what you were judging your father for. You see, you are doing, you have done the same thing. Are you following? 
And the Lord help all of us. If you want to come out of bloodline patterns, I beg you in the name of the Lord. Don't hate your father. Never, never. Are you listening to me? Don't hate your mother. Even though you saw them doing something evil, something that was bad, I beg you in the name of the Lord, for the sake of what has been set ahead of you, that you want to escape, don't hate them. And don't judge them. It will go a long way to help you. And one of the ways not to judge people is to pray for them. If you don't want to judge somebody after you have heard a lot of bad things about the person, keep praying that, Lord, help my sister. Lord, help my brother. Lord, help this. Lord, strengthen him. Strengthen him. Strengthen his finances. Strengthen his marriage. Strengthen this. You heard that a certain man slept with another lady, you know, behind his wife. You heard it. Don't talk about it. Pray. Lord, help his marriage. Don't let his marriage be broken. Oh, Lord, any demonic agenda that has been set against this home, Father, help them. Help Mr. This. Help Mrs. This. Keep, keep praying for them. And as you keep doing so, a certain kind of love, compassion, and sympathy will be built in your heart. And that, the moment that one is done, it will be difficult to judge the person again. Are you listening to me? We are examining ourselves. Somebody will say, This one is under the auspices of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Examine yourself. There is something about you that is not right. Mm. It does not mean you are Satan. It does not mean you are devilish. No. It means at a point your humanity is taking over that needs to be tamed. Are you listening to me? And we all, by the help of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is helping us improve on our character to suit Christ. In the first, now we practice the jinko fusika. Let's say we jaya. You are becoming more, more like Christ. Not that you are a good man. And then Don't think like that. If you start thinking like that, you will go back into the. I don't forget my point. The Lord is helping us to work on our character so that we become more like Christ. So you see, when you're examining yourself with the help of the Holy Spirit and you get to sense something in your heart, please don't be biased when you are examining yourself. I think I need to teach this. Don't be biased. Are you listening to me? You see, come before the Lord. What be? Whether in your bedroom, any place where there will be nobody. If you have a prayer room, a secret room, go on your knees. 
and say, Lord, I come before you as a man. And I know as a man, I have so many flaws. Help me. Help me. Search my heart and know me. And you see, one thing I've realized is this. The more you tarry in the presence of God for long, the more you know your true you. Many of us just, Holy Ghost, help me, let me walk in purity, 10 minutes where we, oh no, no, it doesn't work like that. Can I, can I tell you the reason why? Because you see, there are many things in your heart, you don't know you have them in your heart. And it will take quite some time before all these things will pop up from your heart into your mind. And sometimes even when you are praying, Lord help me, and the Holy Ghost tells you that there is pride in your heart, you will never believe. Me, pride, me. And the moment you start saying me, I don't have anything like that. You have started pride now at that moment. Now pride now shall see. Are you listening to me? For example, the Holy Ghost will come. You are just praying to God, Father, work on my character, help me. Then he plays something in your mind that there is this lust that is trying to trouble you. And meanwhile, physically you know you are not chatting with you are not flirting with any lady you are not you have not been watching pornographic things like you ask for you you think you are fine when it comes to last you don't last after ladies like nothing so many of us when we begin to sense these things we say mm, that's the voice of the devil you want me to feel bad satan out of my life hey be careful Are you listening to me? You see, the Lord had to work on me and still he's working on me on this matter. I told you my, the story the other time. It got to a point when I was able to walk in my own self-righteousness and self-purity for like six months. I said, Charlie. <laughs> and I started pointing fingers to Master, you need to walk in purity else you will destroy your destiny. As good as it sounds, it was coming from a heart of pride. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day, como sayata, a certain negative thought dropped in my mind in the morning. A numerical amount. I broke the record of the six months self-righteousness. Me, me, me break every idea. It is called Sinaton. Sinaton. <laughs> hey! And you know, some of us, eh, we are coming from a certain background. Eh, when you sin once, eh, <laughs> our pastor told us that if you do, if you just commit one sin, king. All the anointing God has placed on your head, you will lose everything and you will now start again from the scratch. Oh, right. 
the worship will be your worship near Tofomus, or they say Hong Kong Crona fire. Eh, young Osana San Lumusuno, a young Kuani, and I saw them a year. Oh, may the Lord help us. We, the, the worship leader thinks, mm, I'm anointed. Brother Jai, maybe you are anointed there, but what is happening is not your, your flow. What is <laughs> Amen. Can I say this? You see, one of the best things that can ever happen to us is that the negative things we used to do, now the Lord has changed us. And even after the Lord changed us, we are not boosting that we did it. I don't know if I get to my point. It is better than traveling breakthroughs. It is better than buying a house. It is far better than getting a new car. Oh, Apostle, I understand, Pa. I understand. Some of us, it is our own reaction towards the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know that some of us, when we come under a particular anointing, some of us will fall. Some of us will cry. Some of us will speak in tongues loud. Some of us too can become quiet. It is dependent on how our souls have been wired and how our souls respond to the anointing that is present. That one is there. But then you come to church in the day, Apostle. And say, I say, Hallelujah. Amen. If there is anything you should tell God to help you work on, it should be your character and your behavior in the year 2024. Are you listening to me? And start now. What you do now is to examine yourself. Go to God in tears. Go to God. You are not always right. Learn that. You are not always right. Because you are a human being. Are you listening to me? Go to God. Father, help me. Deliver me from all these things. That some of us will love Material things too much, more than anything. And you see, let me tell you something. You see, whenever you meet a Christian who loves material things and they don't want to change their love for it, they try to look for scriptures that will suit their materialism. Do you understand what I'm talking about?
and that is one of the deadliest thing that because the moment you begin to and let me tell you as for scriptures verses you will get some oh you will get some it's like the way solomon will tell you enjoy your youth say don't waste you enjoy your youth but then at the latter point you now said but don't forget that God will bring everything in judgment. So somebody will just write, will just pick that part that said, enjoy your youth. And they will define the enjoyment. Because to them, enjoyment means going to the club, drinking K20 and Bukutu, ginger gin. And when you, you see when you meet the unbelievers that Satan has already deceived them, eh? it's very funny. You see, Satan is like, eh, Bible sim, mon, nom, so ma, mon, mo. you see, Bible na poor catre, Timothy said, we're full, you're in it, no, bobesa, bobesa, kakra, man of God, and no, be any, and no, me, and the man of God, so what are you trying to? <laughs> And so that they think it's very funny. <laughs> and you see, you can't be very judgmental. You get the point. I said, even the first miracle that Jesus did is he turned water into wine. Do you know why, man of God? Do you know why? You can go and search uh, German wine, man of God. It has about 28% of. Do you know what? They want to drink their thing. Eh? And they're just trying to get any. What's the energy beside them? Oh, the Lord bless us. Hallelujah. Amen. And there are some of us too, whenever we are doing something wrong and someone tells us, we think, we quickly conclude, you are judging me. You see, we don't understand the difference between judgment and correction. We don't. I know some people try to correct, but they go overboard. Because according to the word of God, correction is supposed to be done in love. But then, we need to also understand this. There are certain people that will call you and tell you what you did is not right. And in fact, if you do something wrong to someone, the person is supposed to tell you, that, oh, Akwesi, what you did is not right. Please, I'm, 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 I'm not happy with that. So please, don't, don't let it happen the second time, I beg you. 
Because you will take it in a different way. Hallelujah. Good. Galatians 6, 1. God bless you, David. He said, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Hallelujah. That is how the New Living Translation puts it. Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself hmm. now you see there are two dimensions here when somebody falls into sin according to the word of god he said gently and humbly restore the person back to the right path and whilst you are doing so he said you too you need to be careful so that you don't fall into the same temptation. But sometimes the problem is, many of us, because we are looking, we don't want to fall into the same temptation, we don't even try to get close to those who are in sin. You see the matter? We just don't want to get close to the people at all. We have missed it. Because the first thing to do is to help them gently. Whilst we are also being careful. Good. The tree puts it this way. And we are known. Sem fun so bi beto obis unswa. Mua moye hum hum mufono. Muntene die otisano. Hum humua edjumu. Munsha muhusu ye. Na wanso munso anhe. Hmm. You know how some people restore some other people when they are when they fall into sin. Yeah, be jina altaso. Yo, anyway, I'm going to adopt from um, Muntin Kaibu in a Munchenso. Let me say, any akwesibota anywa sorry there, Moha. Any any. Sister Juanso in the Waha. Na Emmy said, and Naka Craney be a cosso. Amania cosso in the set. A cosibota no yet dicking. Then this sister, a joa, a good dim permua grow. Emma says, you know, um, Edinin say abba. Na send a ya sorry mercy, Tiano. Yam Penesosa and so Christo and me. It is a sin ya cousin in the set. You two are massing. Tin two signing in an essay. A juma ananka, a cosibo tie, said Dickino, and then your dear Juma Nefrin, sir. Sister Juan Sue Juma, 
Australian work in Onusia Jeffrey Nessa. If we never cross Omo Ba, Omo Betinetri Ho. And you see near the Asha Omoa Bebu Sumimi and Sa. In whose senses I be a bar, near the arrestor Omo back to Montpene. And one, I could see Butensia sorry the Muhu BM. Sister Joan Soko. Munti Munino, Nesta Dwedge in a club. Now, Cosi Butan so Ababe, eh? As my dear Shanaso, no bo rasta. Would it be you, nigger, you, man, you, you? So much in Muniso. So much in Muniso. You see, when you enter into some churches, you feel proper judgment. I'm telling you, proper judgment. Unless somebody doesn't do something wrong. Court and Casa, court and Casa. And do you know how most of the time Jesus would address sin? There is a difference between sin and the hardness of the heart. They are different. Are you listening to me? This is a believer that loves God. The believer was tempted to do something wrong. Now you correct the person. Look at this. They caught the woman in the very act of adultery. And the people brought her to Jesus. And they said, This one dear, we caught her in the very act. We caught her. What do you have to say about that? And according to the law of Moses, any man or woman that is caught in adultery should be stoned to death. Say whatever you want to say. And we will continue to do what Moses has said. The Bible said Jesus bent down. He began to write something on the floor. And when he lifted his eyes, in fact, he did not even lift his eyes. Whilst he was writing, he said, He who has not sinned, before should cast the first stone and after some few minutes when he got up and lifted his eyes none of them were there and jesus asked the woman where are your accusers said they are all gone he said if they are gone and they did not judge you me too i will not judge you then he said go and sin no more now jesus knew that the woman sinned is that not so And Jesus, in fact, admitted and told the woman that you have sinned, oh, you have sinned. What do you think would have happened to the woman if Jesus had said this in the presence of the people who were holding the stones? That yes, she has sinned. What do you think would have happened? Oh, can it Immediately they will stone her. But Jesus waited for all of these people to go. Then Jesus said to the woman, Privately, you have sinned. It is not right. But I will not judge you. Don't do it again. Bye-bye. Almost all the time, Jesus handled the matter of sin in a certain way. 
Are you listening to me? With love. You see, that is why I'm telling you that there is a difference between you falling into sin and the hardness of your heart. When people begin to, when the heart of people are hardened, it, there is a way we handle that one. Are you getting it? For example, according to this scripture, how can somebody it, it does not. He didn't say that the person sinned once with the woman. According to this verse, the person is living in sin. I don't even get in the point. He said, "I can hardly believe the report about the about the sexual immorality going on among you." Something that even pagans don't do. I am told that a man, listen to listen to the way Paul is speaking. You know, I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. Maybe Paul should have actually told us. I'm told that there is a believer in the church. that has fallen into sin with his stepmother once. But he said, I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. It means the guy is always sleeping with the stepmother. And listen to how Paul handled the matter. He said, you are so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. And you should remove this man from your fellowship. Remove this man from your fellowship. You see, anytime Paul is talking about a brethren, he has a way of letting us know. Are you, are you listening to me? And in fact, when you go into the historical background of the Corinthian church, you will know the kind of people that they were and the people that were that had infiltrated the church and were leading the people astray. Now the Corinthian church was a very gifted church. But amidst their giftings, there were certain people who were living deep in sin. Now it is not the person has done something wrong and the person has, oh, I did this, I did this wrong thing. Or maybe the person has done something wrong and the person, you know, the way the thing is looking at, the person is living in sin with the stepmother and the person is okay with it, coming to church, serving in church, as if there is nothing wrong going on. This is what we call a hardened heart. Are you listening to me? And you see, when the heart of a person is hardened, it becomes difficult even for God himself to help. 
Are you following? So, in fact, when you look at this verse, there are two different points that Paul made here. He said, the man is in your church. But later he said, remove him from your fellowship. He didn't even say remove him from the church. Because at that point, Paul is making us understand the differences between fellowship and church. Do you know that as we are here right now, we are having fellowship? In fact, the word fellowship actually comes from two words. The first one is ship and the second one is fellow. So what it means is that two fellows in a ship. Two people in one place. So fellowship actually speaks of people who are together and they are having you know, discussions, having in- intimacy when it comes to, um, you know, in speech, every, each and every one of us is trying to bring forth what he or she is experiencing, that we are all having fellowship together. And you see, in the matter of fellowship, there is a mixing. It is also called Partnership. Are you getting it? The word fellowship actually is the word koinonia, which speaks of the mingling of two fellows in a particular place. So the Bible will also say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So the fellowship of the Holy Spirit speaks of we joining with the Holy Ghost. It is called koinonia, partnership mixing so it is in the fellowship of the holy ghost that the holy ghost will now take the weakness in us and put in us his strength it is a mingling the putting together it's like having two cups with water at the middle level of both and you now carry the one on the right and pour it into the one on the left you have brought them into fellowship so what paul is actually trying to say here is that if you continue to have this mingling and partnership with this person, what will happen later might be evil. Disconnect this person from the fellowship. Are, are you getting it? That is the first instance that Paul is trying to communicate. And the second thing, it could be that this person, the way Paul even addressed him, like, I I learned there is a man in your church. It could be, because there are many people in church who are not even Christians. Are, Are you getting it? So somebody can just come to church, And there are many people who can come to church because of girls. Are are you getting the point? Somebody can come to church because he saw a certain beautiful lady entering the church. Kai, a be far mommy, a be far mommy. To Abba, 
Obaye so afonso a so obaye osha. So you see, mostly when I, when I in church, I tell people that we need to be very careful. Not all the people that are in church love God. Not all of them are even Christians. Some of them too are weak. They have not they have not grown in the things of God. Asante fong we timi yense yemumi yense anese akom na te kono kura diye. Diye di hunu hunu na kura da su oho. Kakura na di hunu hunu na kura na oho. Are you listening to me? Somebody said, I met a lady and suggested she come to your church because she lives in Cape Coast. She said she came once and realized you were married, so she won't come again. Yehovah. So, when I didn't be there, sorry. Now, see, this person will be in church. You think she's a believer? But on the agenda, I'm Are you getting my point? So you see, we need to understand the way Paul was addressing the this other man who was doing that. Hallelujah. People of God, the Lord loves you. The Lord has great plans for you. I'm telling you. And you see, most of the plans that God have for you, they are beyond what you are planning. It does not mean don't plan. But when you put down your plans, align them to the plans of God. Make sure you hear what God is also saying. Don't just sit down and say, I will travel next year without hearing what God is saying about it. And that's what many of us do. We will sit down and plan our own thing. And when we don't see it the following year, we say God has disappointed us. Do you know the plan of God for your life? Or you think you are living for yourself? There is a destiny, a mission that God has placed on you. Many of us have chosen our own ways. So God had to now look for somebody who will fulfill what we were supposed to fulfill. May the Lord help us. Hallelujah. See, right now, when you see any man of God who will go to a place where Shatawale and some other people are and this and this, and will start talking to oh, Shata, Charlie, how far? Is everything okay? Oh, wow, wow. Oh, this is your song, dear Charlie. I like the beat. Oh, this, this, this. Only God knows what other men of God will do to this man.
the next Sunday, no evangelist Benya Benya message. The next day, some people will know what to say in church. You must say cameras you see almost you have virality or Because the Bible said they will now quote. Hey, may the Lord show us mercy. He said, of what agreement does the house of God has with Belial? Start quoting certain things. You are a man of God and you are working among sinners. Do you know what you have done right now? You have declared the end of a sinner. How can you go and preach to them to receive Christ again? How? How? And that's what many of us are doing. We, we, we declare final judgment on souls and we think we are winning souls. Never. Are, are you following? And some of us, because we are afraid that when we sit among sinners, we, we might even, you know, be tempted to also sin. We will not go to them. And we think it is wisdom. At a certain point, it might look like it. But what you need is to grow. What will you say also concerning Jesus that was sitting in the midst of sinners? And when the Pharisees met him, he said, mm, this man is sitting among sinners and he claims to be sent from God the Father. It's a lie. And that's what many of us are doing. May the Lord help all of us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Next year, 2024, is going to be a, a great year. A year of great blessings. I'm telling you. It will be a year that many of us will experience God. Hallelujah. Let me give you one key that will help you in the year 2024. You see? I told you there is a connection between 20, two, the, the last two, way, two numbers, 24 and the 24 elders. Now, one of the assignments, in fact, the main goal of these 24 elders, we will come to explain it into details. Why the year 2024 is an elder year. There is a certain eldership kind of grace on the year. And we're going to details to know what it means. And we also know that 2024 is a leap year. We also go into details to know what that leap year means. Are you getting it? But then, in this matter of the 24 elders, we need to take note that the main goal of these 24 elders, as we read in the Bible, is that they cast their crowns and they bow before the Lord and they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord.
bowing bef- before the Lord and the casting of their crowns is a sign of worship and humility. Don't forget what I'm saying. Are you listening to me? If you really want to experience all that God has for you, then you need to understand the place of worship and humility. And if I want to touch on them, I'll talk plenty. Because worship is not slow song with strings. Are you listening to me? Worship. When we say worship, it is not a certain song that is very slow and you have put strings. Oh, yeah, you're worshiping. You're worshiping at me. You're worshiping at me. That's not what worship is. Worship actually means putting your will somewhere and taking the will of the one you are worshipping or the one that is above you. I don't know if you are getting what I am saying. What it means is that these 24 elders, they have their own crowns. That means they have their thrones. They also rule is that also? But they will cast their crowns and they will bow. What it means is that they've put their will somewhere and they have taken the will of the Father. So I want to teach you something. Next year, 2024, I beg you, go for the voice of God. Know what the Lord is saying about everything. And even if it doesn't suit with your plans, throw your plans away and go for what the Lord has said. I'm telling you the truth that is in Christ. You will never fail. And listen to me. Many of us have plans to travel next year. When you go to God and he says don't go, quickly drop your plans and follow what God is saying. You don't know what you'll be doing to your destiny. You don't know the glories that you'll be setting ahead of yourself. Next year, 2024, go for the will of God and not yours. It does not mean don't plan, but make sure you align your plans to the plan of God. And the ones that God has not spoken about, change it. Are you following The other day when we did the Global Angelic Year, what element did we get for 2024? Water. Okay. I have a message, but it will be very long. (laughs) Unless maybe we use one week or two weeks to handle it. 
and the title of the message is water. Hallelujah. So when we enter into the year 2024, maybe the first week or the second week, I'm going to teach this water. Hallelujah. I will let you know the various dimensions of waters in the scriptures and what they all represent and stand for. Because in the year 2024, all the various dimensions of water in, in the scriptures and in the world will manifest themselves throughout specific months. We'll get to a particular month where the sea will manifest and the turbulences will be very high. We need to know when we are getting close to that dimension and what God would want us to do in order to experience this. We will get to a particular point in the year where we would only have to look unto Jesus, else we will start sinking. All right, Prince, don't worry. I will, I, will, I, will, I will definitely settle that. Are you getting it? Yeah. That's a long message. In fact, the Lord gave me this message, I think about four years ago, very long, because we are going to take each and every dimension of water, water body, we'll pick rivers. We'll talk about rivers first from the scripture's point perspective, then to the other dimension. Are you listening to me? We'll come to rain as well. We'll, we'll, we'll go into details to, to understand all these things. Hallelujah. At least... I want you as a child of God to hold some secrets so that your life will not be that you are trying your luck. No, no. That's the normal human life we are trying to, to live. It will not work like that. So at a certain point in time, you need to know certain things. <laughs> Someone say, okay, daddy, please, I'll remind you. Keep reminding me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I won't forget. I won't forget. Even if I forget, keep reminding me. Hmm? Deputy Holy Spirit, bringing all things into remembrance. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want us to take this prayer. Your prayer is simple. Oh Lord, work on my heart. Let me not carry bitterness into the year 2024. If I have something against some people, help me, let me amend my ways. Let me settle things. Let peace reign. Oh Lord, if I have a preconceived mindset about certain people, that they hate me, they don't like me, they are always planning evil against me. Father, take that thing out of my mind. Let me love people genuinely. 
in the name of Jesus. When somebody does something wrong against me, grant me the boldness to tell them that I am not happy with what they have done. Whether they repent or not, teach me to love them again. Teach me to love them again. Father, help me. Don't let me live the life as, which is a reaction of what people have done against me. May I not carry bitterness in my heart. May I not betray people that love me be all because I think they hate me. In the name of Jesus, help me, Father. That is your prayer. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Oh, Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, Oh Lord, help us. Oh Jesus. Hey! Help me, Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Kavi himo soma mele Ibrahim. Help me, Lord. Kahema adi kovelevela. That we will fly on the wings of purity. And every man we come under the shadows of the Almighty, and we will walk in the wings and walk in the path of righteousness. And flesh will die. Flesh will die. I will not be seen among us. Babo la and we will flee away from youthful lost. This is the desire of the Lord. My look up, baby. We will not stop praying till we enter into the dimensions and into the paths of glory that the Lord wants us to be. Oh, this is a cry. It's a cry that Christians will wake up. It's a cry that every young and old will wake up into the reality. 
reality of their living into the reality of their purpose on earth beyond the fame beyond the stage beyond the crowd beyond the assets beyond the material things and all that they own every man will chase after the gospel and then we know that they will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing will be added all so arise for the time has come that every believer will worship the Lord in truth and his spirit in spirit in spirit you may want to pray it's a cry
Hallelujah. The Lord bless us. It is my prayer that the hand of the Lord will touch us. May the Spirit of the Lord heal our hearts. And may the Lord help us to walk even in the path of righteousness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know many of us have been healed. And um, you need to call certain people. I know they wronged you and you had this thing in your heart. I call them. Check up on them. Some of them, even if you will not call them, pray for them in your closet. Make sure you have nothing against them again. Let the Lord heal your heart and get ready for the greatness that the Lord has purposed for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong, please. I think we still need about 15,000 pot points, 15,000 pot points to get the silver badge. Please, let's keep throwing in the pot points. And also, God willing, this evening, exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time is mega one word from the Lord. Mega one word from the Lord. There is something that the Lord is saying concerning your life. I'm telling you, if you miss this one, we'll change your name. Even if you are married, we'll change your name from Mrs. to Miss because you missed it. Don't miss, don't miss this one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So please, don't miss it. Don't miss this one. I beg you in the name of the Lord. And this is going to be the last mega one word from the Lord, even in the year 2023. I'm telling you, only God knows the number of testimonies that we have received from mega one word from the Lord. And I believe that you are going to receive a last minute and 11th hour miracle before the year ends. Hallelujah. The Lord will favor you. There is a word the Lord has to say concerning you even in the year 2024. Come. Don't come alone. You are, don't be selfish. You don't selfish. So don't be selfish. Invite all your friends and loved ones to be partakers of what the Lord will do in our midst. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Exactly 7 p.m. right here on Port Beam. Make sure you join us. The Lord bless you. And please, when you are coming, I said, make sure if you are receiving a word of prophecy, make sure you record it or you write it. If you know the writing will be difficult, record it. If you cannot record with the same phone you are listening to um, the Port Beam session on, Make sure you get another phone somewhere and just record. When you are done, you can send it to your phone. Make sure you record what the Lord will say. Hallelujah. It will go a long way to be a great blessing to your life. The Lord bless you and favor you all greatly. Oh, my dear sister, woman of God, Prissy Perry, God bless you. I believe everything is fine. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong. And also on the 31st, on the 31st of this month, we all will be meeting in church, even for the crossover service. 
We will also be live on Podbean. We will also be live on Podbean. Hallelujah. I'm believing God that in the course of next year, the Lord will um, maybe open or remove the embargo for us to come live on Facebook or maybe um, any other platform that will be a certain video kind of platform so that we all will also um, be blessed. Hallelujah. We are believing God. Once the Lord opens the door, um, we, will, we will all enter. Hallelujah. Mega one word from the Lord is this evening, exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. So make sure you join us. Even YouTube, when the Lord speaks, we will definitely um, follow. We are still waiting to hear from the Lord. I used to even have worship sessions on Facebook, but the Lord spoke to me to put a stop to it. So I did so. I'm just waiting to hear the Lord's voice. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you, people of God. May the Lord keep you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So we shall meet. And please, when you are coming, make sure you prepare your sacrificial seed. A seed that you are going to sow even into the year 2024. Hallelujah. And I believe that the Lord is going to be of a great blessing even to your life. Amen. All right. Okay. All right. Please, I think I said um, I'll be praying for the June. Those of you who give birth to your babies in June. I think I said from day one day old to three years old or four, something like that. And um, I've not forgotten. Somebody just reminded me here. And um, to four, right? Okay. So I'm going to have time and um, connect to those people and also I'll have time and connect to all those who were giving support to the church building project hallelujah we are almost done we are just left with some few sound um, things that we are purchasing and also we are almost done with the washroom yeah, we are just working on the towels and other things hallelujah it's just a blessing the Lord has been faithful the Lord has been faithful. Hallelujah. So if you, you have a child that was born in June and is around from zero to four years, make sure you um, you get connected. Have something special for the children. Hallelujah. Have something special for the children. The Lord bless you and favor you all in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Someone said, please add me born. Me, oh, don't worry. When the time is due, I'll, I'll add all of them. And the adults too, don't worry. When when the time is due, you too, you know where you stand. Right now, this for, is for June bombs. Mm. I know, I know, man of God, I'm three and a half years old. Open pipe and any something special and empty. Hmm? I release divine covering upon all the babies that were born in June from the ages of one, even if they are below one to four, that the covering of the Lord will be upon them in the name of Jesus. I minister divine healing. Oh, Holy Spirit, help us. Ah, 
Ubia wa waha ufi baby a crack if any perceive a dining perceive bugu form. I don't know, I just saw something like that. May the Lord preserve your life, and I speak to that building, it will not collapse in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord bless us and favor all of us. We shall meet at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, even for mega one word from the Lord. The Lord bless you. We shall meet. Shalom.
the gift of tongues. I see the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. that we will fly on the wings of purity that every man we come under the shadows of the almighty and we will walk in the wings and walk in the path of righteousness and flesh will die flesh will die and will not be seen among us and we will flee away from youthful lost this is the desire of the Lord my look up baby we will not stop praying till we enter into the dimensions and into that parts of glory that the Lord wants us to be oh this is a cry it's a cry that Christians will wake up it's a cry that every young and old will wake up into the reality of their living into the reality of their purpose on earth beyond the fame beyond the stage Beyond the crowd, beyond the assets, beyond the material things and all that they own. That every man will chase after the gospel. And then we know that they will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing will be added. Oh, so arise. For the time has come that every believer will worship the Lord in truth and in spirit. In spirit. In spirit. You may want to pray. It's a cry. Ababo kabele kemamos kabele ipalatas kababarua tamamos ebaruata ba ube bobo kebebe 